Season 1 of the Ear Turning Podcast has come to a close until September 1st. So what you're listening to is a rerun. (laughs) I suppose you know that. Uh, Just know that I will be coming back on September 1st, full force. Uh, We're just going to take a little bit of a summer break because we're kind of following the school schedule. So, But in this rerun, I might give some calls to action that are a little outdated, so I just wanted to update you on the best ways you can support the show. Number one is you can give us a review on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you listen to podcasts. Number two is you can support us on Patreon by going to theeartrainingpodcast.com and clicking the big old button. And number three, you can follow me on Instagram. It's just my it's my personal and music Instagram. It's all one. I used to have separate ones, uh, but now you can follow me at samevans.producer. Um, and yeah, you'll, you'll be able to kind of tap into Sam Evans in my life a little bit and I'll try to share some music theory, theory videos and so forth. So, and that's all without further ado, go on to your rerun. Hi, I'm Sam, your ear training coach. Sorry, my voice cracked on that high. <laughs> uh, thanks for listening to the ear training podcast and, uh, here's a little something just for you. Alright, thanks for listening as always. Uh, please support me on Patreon. Go to theeartrainingpodcast.com and uh, click the only button that works, that big old button right in the center. Uh, and if not, uh, please send me an email and tell, tell me what you think of the podcast. My email address is sam at theeartrainingpodcast.com. Okay, so uh, today I'm going to talk about two special kinds of chords that I've mentioned before, but I realized I hadn't really jumped into it. So I'm just going to talk briefly about what they are, and some of their functions. It's simple in nature, but maybe more difficult to use in context. So, But at least we can get the basics out. So the first kind is a diminished chord. So a diminished triad, a triad just means we've got three notes in it, and we're usually using a one, three, five, uh, you know. Usually this is one, three, five, or some variation of this, right? A diminished triad also um, a diminished triad has three notes in it, uh, but instead of going do mi so, we take mi and so and both bring them down. So it's do me fi. Uh, this has a pattern of a minor third between each of these notes, right? Minor third here, minor third here. And the fun thing is we usually use diminished sevenths. Sometimes people say fully diminished uh, or diminished seventh, I think is the correct way to say it. And that is you just stack a minor third on top of itself. So if you're in the key of C, it'd be uh, C, E flat, E flat, F sharp, F sharp, A. So C, E flat, F sharp, A, or Do, Me, Fi, La, 
that is a fully diminished seven chord. And you can stack this forever, right? Because if you go minor thirds from an from La, you just go back to Do, right? So you're just stacking minor thirds on top of each other. The diminished chord may sound ugly, but it's used all the time. I mean, one thing is you're probably hearing it as if uh, we're listening to a soundtrack, and we've got this... Yeah, and, you know, you get the idea where there's something really scary or frightening that happens, and, you know, the character goes, Oh, no! You know, that's, that's you know, one use of a diminished chord. Uh, a more common use is the fact that you can use this chord to basically lead to any other chord you want. <laughs> uh, maybe not... No, I'm sure you could find a way to use it to lead to every chord, but in particular, each one of these notes wants to resolve up, right? So, for example, let's say we're in the key of C again. Let's go back to C. C, E flat, F sharp, A. We could take this C and say, let's turn this into a C sharp chord. And that resolves nicely. But we could have also taken this E flat and resolved it up to an E chord which resolves nicely as well. Or this F sharp. And say, let's resolve it up to a G chord. Which also works. Or the A can go up to a B flat. And that can go to major or minor chords, too. You can use it going to a minor or major. Here's another minor. And here's another major. Uh, and so the, the diminished chord is useful in the sense that almost in any context, you can use it to bring yourself up into a, a different position, right? Uh, and, of course, we can talk about more specific examples at a later date. Uh, but I'm going to get into the augmented chord, which is kind of the uh, sibling, evil twin sister. I don't know. It's a... <laughs> Instead of stacking minor thirds like we did for the diminished chord, we stack major thirds. So we'd have do, mi, si, or le, right? We just have a sharp five, which I, we usually say is C. Do, mi, si. So this one, the diminished triad has, you know, an extra note you can add to it so that it'll start cycling through, right? You go minor third, minor third, minor third, and eventually it's repeating just after four. With this one, you can only do three. You go major third, major third, and then again, you just add, end up back at exactly where you were. So there are only going to ever be three notes in what we call the augmented chord or aug augmented triad. Sometimes you'll see this written as... Uh, a chord with a plus five in it. That would also be considered augmented. Um, the funny thing is, even though they sound different, here's augmented, and here's diminished. Even you know they sound different, and obviously serve different functions. You know, like a this, which is diminished, makes me think surprise in a movie. You know, uh, but this. Kind of makes me think maybe there's a train coming. You know, it feels a little urgent, but not quite as like a life and death. It's more like, nah, you could make it life or death. Anyways, so that's that's the feeling associations I have is the movie is the fully diminished. 
uh, but the uh, the augmented is a train. They both can resolve in similar ways, though. You take any note in an augmented chord, and you can resolve up to the note half step above it. So this goes here, or this, right? Any single one of these. So if we're in the key of C. This can go from C to a C-sharp chord, or it can go from an E to an F chord, or we can take our uh, G-sharp here and turn it into an A chord, right? And basically, we can use this almost anywhere, right? So, for example, if I'm in the key of C, and I'm like, I really want a dramatic way to get to F, well, maybe I could play a C augmented chord, and that takes you to F. Or maybe if I'm in the key of C, and I really want a dramatic way to get me into a key change. Let's say, for example, we're changing our key to A. We could use this C augmented chord and take ourselves into A. Uh, it's, and this can and the funny thing is uh, about both of these one thing I should mention uh, obviously that this is a simple concept but usage is going to be more complicated so maybe we can talk about it a little bit more uh, but the one thing to realize with augmented chords and diminished chords is that you could name the chord after any single one of the notes in the chord that's because if you invert it you know C E G sharp just becomes E G sharp C which is you know it's a C or an E or a G sharp so really uh, one way to think of it is there are only there are only a handful of actual augmented chords and actual diminished chords and then they just start repeating themselves so um, okay so I just went over the theory today hopefully we'll be able to go over more usage and terminology tomorrow and um yeah, thanks for listening. Remember to email me and support me on Patreon. And know that I'm creating this just for you. So if you want something to be different, or have any advice, or want to... Uh, really anything, send me an email. I'll talk to you. <laughs>